You're listening to the Cyberwire Network, powered by N2K. And now, a message from Cyberbit. Mastering cybersecurity is like mastering a sport. You build muscle memory through rigorous practice. Then you train as a team to foster cohesion while operating under pressure. Like athletes, cybersecurity professionals thrive on hands-on simulation. But traditional courses, certifications, and open-source labs won't build you a winning team. You need Cyberbit. Cyberbit offers a hyper-realistic simulation environment for your SOC, IR, and C-suite to refine your skills. All using the market-leading SIMs, EDRs, firewalls, and WAFs they use every day. Cyberbit is offering CyberWire listeners a free live-fire exercise. Sign up your team now at cyberbit.com slash cyberwire. NSA says it warned its French counterparts about Russian cyber ops targeting France's elections. Next up for Fancy Bear, probably German elections, but in the meantime, there's also some fishing with zero days. The NSA director also advocates calling out Russia for bad behavior in cyberspace and says that U.S. Cyber Command is ready and able to hold targets at risk, so deterrence and retaliation are available options. Microsoft, Adobe, and Cisco issued significant patches yesterday. We learn about managing application security, and President Trump told the FBI director, You're fired. Oh, we went there. I'm Dave Bittner in Baltimore with your CyberWire summary for Wednesday, May 10th, 2017. We open with some news about L'Affaire Macron and the just-concluded French presidential election. U.S. NSA and Cybercom head Admiral Michael Rogers told Congress yesterday that Russian actors penetrated French election infrastructure and that NSA tipped off its French counterparts that the Russians were actively targeting their political system. Rogers also noted that NSA tipped off the FBI in the summer of 2015 that the Russian intelligence services were seeking to meddle in U.S. elections. Infrastructure was left vague, but most read it as referring to the now well-known compromise and release of on-marsh emails. And again, it's worth noting that nothing particularly scandalous has emerged from the emails dumped so far. Observers believe the Russian services are turning their principal attention to September's German federal elections. Why not the upcoming British general elections, called for June? Because the long-term Russian goal is thought to be disruption of the European Union and Brexit has made that moot with respect to the UK. Still, British authorities aren't complacent and are preparing for hacking and influence operations over the next month. Admiral Rogers also urged public confrontation of Russia over its cyber activities. He said, quote, In the case of the Russians, we need to publicly out this behavior. We need to have a public discourse on this, end quote. In response to questions from Senator McCain, Rogers outlined a worst-case cyber attack describing it as outright destructive attacks focused on some aspects of critical infrastructure and data manipulation on a massive scale. He supported splitting NSA from U.S. Cyber Command with an independent command receiving appropriate budget and acquisition authorities. As it stands now, Admiral Rogers assured Congress that Cyber Command's cyber mission forces are ready to hold targets at risk 
and that their ability to do so is increasing steadily, which sounds like an announcement of a retaliatory and thus a deterrent capability. What else have the bears been up to? While Slovakia-based security firm ESET has been tracking Sednet, a.k.a. Fancy Bear, a.k.a. Russia's GRU, for some time. During the time Fancy Bear was believed to have been rummaging through Onmarsh email servers, Fancy was also distributing two zero days in phishing emails. The fishbait had a Trump's attack on Syria theme. Microsoft fixed both vulnerabilities in yesterday's Patch Tuesday. In addition to the Microsoft patches, Adobe yesterday addressed seven issues in Flash Player, and Cisco closed the Vault 7 Zero Day, affecting a number of its switch models. Many companies place a high priority on application security, especially financial institutions. Rohit Sethi is COO at Security Compass, where they recently published results from a research project looking at managing application security. The general thesis of the report or premise of the report is that we wanted to see what are organizations doing to scale their application security programs effectively. See, we have been working in the application security and and secure software development lifecycle space for a number of years. What we found is that there are a number of best practice frameworks that are quite exhaustive in the number of controls that they would ask people to do or, or specify. Uh, and you know what we saw at the ground, though, is that it was a real struggle for most large organizations to, to do most of these activities. And there were really only a handful that were scaling effectively. And we wanted to bring light to that, but also get a better understanding of how this differs between industries. So take us through some of the key findings. You know, we asked questions in a couple of different areas. And we had strategy sort of related questions and we had technical questions and in the strategy related questions you know i would say that sort of the top finding was around metrics and there's a saying that what's measured matters the numbers are sort of what drive behavior and it makes it clear what the goals should be for the, the various units who are working together and so we asked people tell us how you measure your application security programs and it, when you look at the financial institutions 77 percent specified the number of vulnerabilities found, right? So that's the primary tool that they use. They, they look at the, the results of static analysis testing, the results of dynamic analysis testing, and the results of penetration testing, and they aggregate these things together. And they say, this is the metric that we're going to use our met- to, to measure application security baseline. Now, there were other metrics people cited. Uh, 62% talked about c- compliance to internal standards. So for example, Thou shalt do penetration testing is a standard. Surprisingly, only 62% of organizations measured the compliance uh, to those standards. So you can imagine there's a large swath of companies who will you know, create information security policy and come up with standards. People may not be following those, those standards, and they really don't have a way to track it. After that, we couldn't find anything that more than half of our FI respondents were doing. So, for example, measuring the length of remediation or the number of uh, development teams who are using tools or training. Uh, both of these things were done by 46 or 38% respectively of the respondents. Uh, so really, you know, the key metric people are using is number of vulnerabilities found. That's Rohit Sethi from Security Compass. The report is called Managing Application Security. You can download it from their website. In ordinary cybercrime news, researchers at Wandera report a dramatic rise of S-Locker Android ransomware variants and infections over the last six months. 
A flaw in Android 6.0.0 Marshmallow permissions could allow malicious apps to download directly from Google Play, according to a report by security firm Checkpoint. And finally, U.S. President Trump dismissed FBI Director Comey late yesterday over Comey's handling of campaign season email security investigations. Sources indicate that the FBI's need to correct the director's inaccurate testimony before the Senate last week was the proximate cause of the firing, but that termination was likely in any case, as the president is said to have lost confidence in and fallen out with the now former director. The Justice Department continues its investigations of Russian operations in the U.S., particularly alleged connections to former National Security Advisor Flynn. Every day, your IAM tech debt grows. Your multi-generational services struggle to work together. Building an identity fabric can fix this. It makes all your identity tooling stronger and allows you to connect any app to any service you want to use with zero coding, zero maintenance, and zero app downtime. Strata's identity orchestration platform separates the identity logic from your applications so you can optimize existing IAM tools and manage them in a single control plane. Now, every vendor, standard, and architecture work together. In short, building your identity fabric means you can secure your non-standard apps, keep your complex access policies, retire outdated IDPs, and modernize in record time. So build your fabric with Strata Identity and get rid of tech debt for good. Visit strata.io slash cyberwire, share your identity priorities, and receive a pair of AirPods Pro. Offer valid for organizations over 5,000 employees. Connect today at strata.io slash cyberwire. The IT world used to be simpler. You only had to secure and manage environments that you controlled. Then came new technologies and new ways to work. Now, employees, apps, and networks are everywhere. This means poor visibility, security gaps, and added risk. That's why Cloudflare created the first-ever connectivity cloud. Visit cloudflare.com to protect your business everywhere you do business. And I'm pleased to welcome back to the show Malek Ben-Salem. She's the Senior Manager of Security and R&D at Accenture Labs. Malek, welcome back. It's been too long. We are excited to have you back on the CyberWire. Thank you, and I'm excited to be back too. So uh, you have uh, some survey data you wanted to share with us. Uh, Accenture did a security survey, and you wanted to share some of the results. Sure, yeah. So Accenture has completed uh, a study uh, recently aiming at redefining security performance and how to achieve uh, effective security. Now, defining high-performance security is not a simple task. Uh, Companies can measure successful security outcomes, but what we wanted to focus on is um, specific cybersecurity capabilities that can help uh, business leaders understand the interlock of security and uh, business outcomes. So we focused on certain capabilities like uh, is security aligned to the business, uh, cyber response readiness, strategic threat context, investment efficiency, things like um, the cyber security capabilities of the extended ecosystem. 
And so we surveyed about 2,000 security executives, senior security executives uh, across 12 industries globally. Uh, And these were from companies that had uh, revenues in excess of $1 billion. Mm. And the findings were interesting. What we found out is that in some categories, there was a lot of room for improvement. Of particular concern was the identification of high value assets and business processes within the company. Um, This was basically the capability that most companies scored very low on. Only about 27% of those companies had scored high basically in that capability. And just describe to me what what do you what does that capability uh, entail? So that entails that um, an enterprise or an organization would know what are its key assets, the assets that need to be protected, whether uh, these assets are uh, data or uh, business processes Hmm. or infrastructure, which is alarming, right? You'd think that, you know, that's something that they would start with. (laughs) If there's one thing you're going to know. (laughs) Exactly, that they build their security strategy on. Um, But it it seems that that is not the case. Hmm. We've also noticed a significant difference uh, across industries. So we've seen that the communication industry, the high-tech industry, and the financial services industry scored pretty high uh, in most of the cybersecurity capabilities versus industries like life sciences, for example, uh, scored really, really low Hmm. uh, when it came to cybersecurity uh, capabilities. Interesting. So if people want to uh, check out more of the data, where can they find the results of the survey? They can go to the Accenture website, Accenture.com, and search for the Accenture Security Index. All right. Terrific. Malik Ben-Salem, thanks for joining us. Are lengthy security reviews pulling attention away from your security program? With the largest network of trust centers, Vanta can help you streamline security reviews to win customer trust, save time, and close deals fast. Proactively demonstrate security by showcasing key resources like your SOC 2 or ISO 27001 and provide real-time evidence for passing controls. And when a security questionnaire is required, Vanta takes the first pass for you. Visit vanta.com cyber to take a self-serve tour. That's vanta.com slash cyber. And that's the CyberWire. We are proudly produced in Maryland by our talented team of editors and producers. I'm Dave Bittner. Thanks for listening. Now, a word from our sponsor, Zscaler, the leader in cloud security. Cyber attackers are using AI in creative ways to compromise users and breach organizations. In a security landscape where you must fight AI with AI, the best AI protection comes from having the best data. Zscaler has extended its zero-trust architecture with powerful AI engines that are trained and tuned by 500 trillion daily signals. 
Learn more about Zscaler Zero Trust plus AI to prevent ransomware and AI attacks. Experience your world secured. Visit zscaler.com slash zero trust AI.